Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the CFB Dynasty Podcast. I'm Brian McElfresh, and with me is Zach Tao. How's it going, Zach? Oh, it's going pretty good. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Uh, signing day is wrapping up. Florida uh, missed their top targets, but hey, new coaching <laughs> staff, so you can only hope for things to keep getting better. Um, today, we'll be talking about the top 500 with a bonus one, uh, running back seasons uh, dating back to 1980. So what we did here is we collected all the data, uh, every player um, that ran the ball, we included receiving stats, um, and then we ran a formula to calculate their fantasy points uh, based on the the rushing yards, the one point for every 10 yards, basically. Uh, or 0.1 points per yard, and then six points for every touchdown and half point per reception. And we calculated the top 500. And I added the last one because it happens to be Lamar Jackson, uh, which is really cool. <laughs> um, which means he's also probably in the, the, you know, in the five teens for his other season that he just crushed it. So this does not include his passing stats at all. But yeah, Lamar Jackson at number five hundred one, really cool. Um, before That's we get quite into, incredible, really, it is quite incredible. Um, I haven't validated if there are any other quarterbacks in here yet. Jordan we'll, Lynch has to be. Yeah, we'll shout them out um, as we see them. But first, I want to get into something that I hate and talk about um, the RBU argument. I hate it because Ooh. on Twitter you see every school claim to be position you for every position um right so we'll get into of the top 500 which school had the most and which conference had the most and and remember when we get into the conferences here this is not just the conferences as they are now we've got uh the big eight in here we've hey, got before, Ivy before we reveal before we yeah. reveal the top school i want to put a question out on Twitter and see if anybody can guess who the top school is. Go for it. So we'll reveal if people, even if people don't respond, we'll still reveal it, but <laughs> we'll give people an opportunity to <laughs> do that. So I will do that just now. So for the conferences and yeah, yeah. Where can they follow you, Zach? So this isn't for, or are you doing it from the CFB account or yours is on the screen here, but for everyone who's listening, what's your uh, handle? I'm, I'm doing uh for my account. It's at ZRTow underscore CFF. Boom. ZRTOW underscore CFF. I like it. Um, and uh, yeah, we can go live with these soon and, and start taking questions on Twitter live or Facebook live or both. And um, so for the conferences, uh, the top 500 since 1980, uh, number one is the Big Ten with 67 of the top 501. Uh, the MAC came in at number 53, SEC with 42, Conference USA with 40, the Big 12 fifth with 34, and then you've got a collection of teams between the, the 29 to 22 um, range, so I'll read them in descending order. So the WAC, the Pac-10, the Independence, ACC, Big East, the old Big East, Pac-12, and the Mountain West. Um, 
And there's a few in there from the one single from the Southern Conference, the Southland Conference, Ivy League, etc. Ivy League. I'm curious, who was the Ivy League appearance on the sheet? Do we? Oh, have, do you know I, that? I will find out in a second. <laughs> That's, I, I'm kind of curious. Rich Diana from Yale. Really? <laughs> Where does he rank? That's hilarious. He ranks number 179. I actually met with Yale for my digital marketing company today. Um, so he ran for 1,400 yards in the yeah. 1981 season. Hmm. Interesting. That is <laughs> just throwing the little nugget out there. <laughs> All right. So. Here we go. You want to start with uh, the unveiling of the best teams? All right. So the best teams are um, talking about the ones with the most yep. appearances. Um, I, I think we should count backwards. I think I we like should, it. Like from 10, the top 10, right? Yep. Okay. So the 10th ranked team on the list is Oklahoma State. Now, that's kind of surprising to me. Like when you when you think Oklahoma State, you're thinking more air it out, um, especially recently. You're thinking um, more like Mike Gundy likes to play, kind of air it out. But he does run the ball quite a bit too. Um, but I think a majority of those appearances of the what nine, no eight, eight appearances, we know we know who that guy was that, that was on there. He'll be our number one. Um, guy but we'll get to him later but moving yeah. on to the he's actually he's actually only on the list one time thurman thomas is on the list <clears throat> for uh oklahoma state twice from the late 80s mid yeah. to late 80s he was a monster too monster for the oh. buffalo bills yep oh, i remember he was a beast all right ernest anderson is on the list i think you may have played with him in tecmo super bowl if you were on nintendo he was cincinnati uh, I think so, but I can't remember. I'm that's for some reason he pops out into my head. That I wasn't born when he played in college, so nope, he played for the Lions uh, one, one season with the Lions. So I'm, I'm thinking of somebody different, but oh well. Third round pick in 1984. Boom. All right, so the next ranked team, number nine, was Navy. This is actually a four-way tie, I guess. But Navy's the next one on the team. Obviously, Navy is option-based. So I'm assuming they're quarterbacks on this list that are Navy. If I had to guess, I haven't really looked. Um, the top-ranked Navy season was Napoleon McCallum in 1985. I don't know if you remember him or not. <laughs> <laughs> I was born... <laughs> in 85 so but somewhere near the end of that season he had to be Malcolm a running Perry, back. Yep. he had to be a running back though right because he has 1327 rushing yards but he also had 358 receiving yards yeah so i wouldn't think that's a quarterback so yeah. the but second you got Keenan Reynolds yeah Malcolm yeah. Perry yep. Perry Reynolds Reynolds Chris McCoy in 97 at 352, Napoleon and McCallum again at 371, Willworth in 2016. No way. 
<laughs> wow. Oh, there's probably a lot of option quarterbacks on this list, though. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I, we didn't really sort by that. It's more just school and it's total yardage. So, anyway, um, Zach Abbey was – Abbey, how you say his last name? He was 495 in 2017 with 1,400 yards. Oh. Wow. Okay. So, you want to go to number eight? You can do number eight. Or go for it. Alabama, Crimson Tide. You got some names on this list that oh. everyone will know here. So, yeah. Najee Harris, Sean Alexander, Trent Richardson, uh, Derek Henry, uh, Mark Ingram. Yep. Some of those names came on there twice. There's also some from the 80s, Siren uh, Stacy, Bobby Humphrey. Uh, but yeah, Alabama there, tied at nine. Well, I'll kick on. it back so- to you. Na, uh, Najee Harris was the best, I guess, statistically like fantasy season for an Alabama running back ever. Yeah, and let me preface, when we say best ever, we're not talking about total points because they play more games these days than they did back in the 80s and 90s. So we're going by fantasy points per game with a minimum of eight games played. Seems fair. But yeah, Najee Harris had the best like fantasy season per game of any Alabama running back, which it's surprising, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, there's all those other names you you mentioned are are Hall of Fame talent, right? Maybe not yep. Richardson, but he had a monster season that year at Alabama. And Trent Richardson is a sore spot for me from. <laughs> <laughs> I got offered so many trades for him when he was on the Browns and the Colts. Well, like Derrick Henry is the 108th ranked on this list. And I'm wondering, since that season he played 15 games, I'm wondering how that shakes out if you if you don't count his playoff. Yep. Um, I don't know what his stats were. I'm I'm just kind of speaking thinking out loud right now, but he was 108. Like he's like the fifth best Alabama running back statistically all time for a fantasy season. I have to make sure I say that. Right. Um, But we'll move on from Alabama. Um, The next ranked team is (laughs) Boise state, my team. So I, I was shocked when I saw the, um, when I saw this list and that Boise State has four of the top 32 seasons uh, statistically for fantasy. It's wild. That, it is wild, isn't it? Like, wild. like uh, Ajayi had the best. Like, I remember that season, man, 2014. He was just a machine. Brock Forsey back in 02. That was like, 02 was probably about the time I started really watching them. Um, I was about 12. So yeah, that's about right. And then McNichols at 23 McNichols again at 32. Ian Johnson. I have an Ian Johnson Jersey. Actually. Hey. Yeah. I'll wear it on, on one of the next few pods or something. Good. It's like an old school. It's like super cheap looking it's like the <laughs> screen printed, you know, it's, it's, it's cheap, but Hey, I have it. And I thought it was super cool. I got it for Christmas. I think one year. Heck yeah. But uh, yeah, go. So who's next? 
Uh, tied at number with nine of the top 501, uh, Northern Illinois. Uh, they've had some great names on this Lynch list. is on there. Gotta be. Eric Wolf. Oh. Yeah. Three no. times on the list. Um, absolute star, Jordan Lynch. Yeah, he's on there. Great names. <laughs> Michael Turner. Man, I remember mm-hmm. Michael Turner. I forgot he went to Northern Illinois, honestly. But, yeah, he had a monster season, Garrett Wolf. LaShawn, yeah. jo- LaShawn Johnson in 93. Wow. 26 fantasy points a game. Jordan Lynch had the 280th, no, 279th ranked season rushing. Well, non-passing, should we say. Right. Right. So we talked about on the first uh, pod like how I had him on my teams, and he had like, what, 1,900 yards rushing? That's, <laughs> that's stupid. 24 total touchdowns there. That is stupid. <laughs> wow. But all right, so the next team now, that breaks the four-way tie. So now Toledo with 11. Toledo. Kareem Hunt, I'm assuming, is there. Um, oh, Adonis Thomas. forgot about him. No, wait. Wait a minute. Who's that? Washon, is that how you say Washon Tate? Uh, sounds right. <laughs> 1995. Wow. 1905 rushing yards. So as you can tell, like we didn't just scour this list of all these names. Like we're we're kind of revealing these to ourselves as we're talking about them. Um so they're kind of a surprise to us too. Yeah, some of those from the 80s and 90s, Dwayne Harris, some of those I don't know, but yeah, some of the recent ones, Dwayne Fluellen, Bryant oh, Kobach. Ellen. Uh, and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, good list of names. So now we're, what, to the top three here. Um, who are the top three college fantasy? Well, it's really – this next one's tied with Toledo with 11. Oh, yeah. San Diego uh, State. at number three. San, San Diego State. Oh. One of my favorite players to watch uh, in Falk? the NFL, at least. Yeah, Marshall oh. Falk, man. What a baller. Um, Danell Pumphrey, I had him in fantasy. He was amazing. He's on the list three times. Marshall Falk is on here three times. Hillman's um, got there too. Ronnie Hillman, Rashad Penny is on here once. And they're all, that's all relatively recent. Um, yep. I mean, Falk obviously wasn't, but yeah. Hillman, Pumphrey, Penny, like those guys are in the last, what, 10 years? So, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if Paul Hewitt, I wonder if that name means anything to anyone. If they do, let us know. Larry Ned. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so who who do we have here at number two? Number two is the Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> Some more names here for sure. Oh, yeah. Boom. We've got the the best one. Of all time. I wonder if Ohio State fans could guess it. From huh. 1984, Keith Byers. Great NFL career, too. Uh, he had averaged 32 points per game, 32 fantasy points per game. He had 22 rushing touchdowns, 
two receiving touchdowns, 1,700 yards. And then you get to Eddie George in 1995. I think he narrowly lost the Heisman that year to Charles Woodson, uh, if I remember correctly. I know there's some other great ones in there. Um, 1,900 rushing yards. Uh, 24 rushing touchdowns. What a great season. But then you get to some of the recent guys. You got Zeke on the list, J.K. Dobbins, Carlos Hyde, Keith Byers again, Pepe Pearson, uh, 1996. I don't remember that name after Eddie George, apparently. Maurice Claret. Hopefully everybody remembers him trying to go to the NFL early. Didn't work out for him. Curtis Samuel. Um, and then Zeke again, Tim Spencer from 1982, of course. Tim Real quick Spencer on, on Claret. I know this is kind of deviating from this, but yeah, you think like what you said about how he left early and it didn't work out for him. Do you think if he did that today, it would have been the same outcome? Yeah, I do. Because like I feel like it was such a like bombshell that he did it at the time. Whereas now it would it would be looked at as like oh I don't blame him yeah go for it like it's more <laughs> it's more accepted I guess is yeah maybe the right way to say it but. he would have had a lot of Twitter backing but I don't know right. if, if that would have worked out for him in terms I'm of just, I'm just wondering like if in today's climate of college football and declaring early skipping bowl games you know opting out all that stuff if that would have been not see not deemed as almost a red flag. Because I, I yep. wonder, I wonder how many teams looked at him going in and like, hey, you know what? I don't really like that decision that he made. His decision making isn't all that great. Like, I, I just wonder. <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but like, yeah, I'm wondering if that would have made a difference. But it doesn't sound dumb. It sounds like exactly what a scout would say, or or one of those <clears throat> NFL analysts or draft you know analysts at least. Here. I need to be a scout if that's what you're saying. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. um, Start measuring hand size and whatnot. No. I like the last guy on the list here. He comes in at number 493. What? All time. And he'll be number one. At least he's currently number one on our early spring rankings for 2022 fantasy football uh, running. Travion Henderson. That is nuts because he didn't even really start the season as their number one back. Yep. It took him a few games to really get going and yep. he still makes this list. It's crazy, but he's going to be, he's going to be higher on this list before his career is <laughs> over. It's nuts. That's wild. And then number one, who you got Zach? Number one, the Wisconsin Badgers with 13 appearances. No, yeah, 13 appearances on this list. So you said the Big Ten was the top conference with, what, 67? The Wisconsin and Ohio State have 25 of those. <laughs> yeah, they beat most of the other conferences with just those two schools. Uh, wow. Real, no, no real surprise here, honestly. So uh, Melvin Gordon was the best Barely over Monte Ball. Both averaged better than 33 fantasy points per game. Brian Calhoun 
was the next on the list with 30.09 well, fantasy was, points per game from okay. back in 2005. So Monte Ball, the, the thing about him was, like, he had a great season. Don't get me wrong. He had 1,900 rushing yards. But he had, for a long time, had the rushing touchdown record, right? Yeah. Like for the last, like, 10 years. Somebody just broke it recently, I think. I don't remember who did that. Was it Zeke? It wasn't Zeke, was it? Rushing, t- like, rushing touchdowns in a season? Yeah, like I, I, I remember this. Like maybe they didn't break it. Maybe it was just a, it was they were on the watch for it. I'm, I'm completely blanking. I, I could have sworn that was something. Um, recently, but anyway, Monte Ball's a lot of his, the reason he's so high is he had 39 touchdowns. As a running back, whereas Melvin Gordon had 32, but he had 2,500 yards. So, anyway, just. Sorry to deviate there, but I think oh, that it's that's... a little hard to search for because you can't just search. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that might be right. I don't know. We'll look. We'll try and look that up and uh, get back at it. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor, of course, he's on the list multiple times. Ron Dane was amazing. He's on the list for all four of his seasons at Wisconsin. Um, he might be the only one here that made the list four times that's incredible um but all right let's get to it let's go with the we'll start with the bottom of the list and go a hundred at a time and just name some players here that stand out to you um and i'll do the same but really uh, we'll be sharing this out to everybody you guys can go through send us your questions we really want to hear from you but uh yeah man who's who's some of them that stand out to you you go first. All right. So, obviously, Travion Henderson could not believe he made the list. Um, you know, one of the schools that I've I have been drafting for a while up until the Joe Bur- Burrow era was uh, LSU running backs, and Jeremy Hill made the list at 487. You know, not mm-hmm. not a huge surprise to me. Um, you see Kentucky on the list, pretty cool. The Derek thing about Fox. this is, like, you have a list of 500. You could have easily gone to a thousand, and and the the difference between 500 and a thousand was probably not much, right? Like, yep. there's so many great seasons out there that aren't even showing because they weren't just out bonkers, right? Like, they were just good seasons. Um, like the bottom of this list, there's some great names at the bottom of this list. Like you said, Lamar Jackson at 501. Yep. Tevin Coleman, 496. Here's a name I didn't expect to be on the list. Kareem mm-hmm. Abdul-Jabbar from UCLA. <laughs> the running back. I uh, totally forgot. 1995. He, I guess he played for the Dolphins and changed his name to Abdul Kareem Al-Jabbar. I didn't remember him as either, I guess, uh, but uh, yeah. yeah. So looking at this, Florida has the two Florida greats, 466 and 467, Fred Taylor and Emmett Smith. Yep. Like they have identical – what's crazy is they have identical points per game numbers, 22.09. <laughs> ten years separated. Yep. They're exactly ten years apart. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Adrian Peterson on the list, of course, um, here multiple times, but Mike Allstott, Allstott, 453. 
1994, he had a almost 1,200-yard season. Love Mike Allstott there for <laughs> Purdue. Marcus Lattimore, near and dear to my heart from my dynasty league. Other people call it C2C leagues um, where he, le- he went – from he was supposed to go from South Carolina up to my NFL fantasy team, but got his knees crushed. But before that, he was absolutely incredible for South Carolina. So this was his 2010 season, averaged just over 22 a game, almost 1,200 yards, 17 touchdowns. Great player. You, you know, I I know we talked about Wisconsin. Um, they're the top school, but I I don't really remember us talking about Ron Dane. Yep. Is the he, most yeah, he was the only one on the list as a career. Times. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, that's I'm all good. But no, like I'm, you think about that, like that's pretty incredible. I'm sorry. I completely I, now I remember you saying that. I'm an idiot. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can listen Dane. to the podcast later. Yeah, I'll listen to it later. <laughs> just like the rest of those scrubs out there. Yeah. <laughs> Travis Etienne, his uh, 2018 season made the list. Oh, Ido Smith, Southern Miss. Mm. Uh, Elijah McGuire from the Raging Cajuns. Travis now, Etienne again at 422. Here's a question for you. So yep. uh, we compiled this list and everything, but we talked about it in the last, on the passing yards one or the quarterbacks one, right? Whereas the game has evolved into a passing sport now. So I'm wondering how this list moves forward because a lot of these names had these monster rushing seasons where I don't know that we're going to see a lot of that single, like single players having those seasons moving forward. I agree. Even though that they're playing, even though they're playing more games. Yeah. I, I agree. More often than they used to. Yep. And like, people in Alabama they're rotating to preserve to get that that mileage all the study that's been done on running backs and it is the smart decision you see how they you know I don't want to say they get screwed because it's all about value but in their second contract in the NFL it's you know most of them don't get the the big deals like a receiver can get or a quarterback or or an organization why would you want to give all that big money to a running back yeah. when, when you know he's probably not going to make it through the deal? Yep. I mean, I, I hate to say like that, but that's kind of the reality of like, did they say like the average lifespan of a running back is like two and a half years or something like that? <laughs> right? I, it's, it is crazy. So to, to play in the league at six, seven, eight years, it's already beating the, the odds, right? Yep. So, it's just something I thought about. Like, you're, I don't think you're going to see a lot of those 2,200-yard rushing seasons. And it's its an interesting point. Like, if you look back at the quarterbacks that we did last week, a lot of the you know guys in the top 25 were super recent, where as we get up into the top 10 here, you'll not hear a, a lot of people that were very recent. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned Ron Dane again. He's 401 here. And now let's get into the 400, down into the 300 range and, and call out some names. We've got Jeremy Langford at 399. Um, great player out of Michigan State. Man, I forgot about Yeah, Motor. Oh, one of my favorites. Singletary. 
one of my favorites, and I actually, it's there's a long story to this, but Marcus Cox from Appalachian State. <laughs> so that season, like I had him on my dynasty team. I had him, you know, it was I had like this love affair with Marcus Cox, and it was so bad. I would always tweet out like his his stats and like having a great game. Well, well, his mom would retweet me. <laughs> like, I didn't know who it was, and I was like, "Who's this lady that keeps like liking and retweeting this?" And anyway, it turned out to be his mom. And she every now and then she'd reply to him. <laughs> and like that was this is when I had my CFF News site, so like I had like this this appearance that I was like somebody important, I guess. So <laughs> you were important. She, yeah, well, I was I was basically pumping her son up, like to I guess the world to see, yep. and it was quite funny because it then because i start getting retweeted because she'd retweet me and then like the app state mob would come and like start liking and retweeting anyway i'd get i'd get quote tweeted with the hashtag app state family so <laughs> like now i'm a part of this this like this app state family that i just then i started like playing into it i'm like okay well App State family, you know, I'd, every time I tweet about it, I'd say App State family. And man, I get so just by putting that hashtag in it, I would get so many retweets and, and likes. All right. Well, we need to get that going with this running back post here. So we did get the Jim McMahon share of the quarterback post. That was nice. Um, That's pretty cool. Um, so number three, I got two here back to back. Number 389, Edger and James is someone I loved watching. Ooh, from um, Miami. He was fantastic at Miami. Miami is one that I was shocked to see. They were only on the list four times um, because, you know, all of those guys, you know, Clinton Portis, yes, Edge, Willis McGahee were just stars in the NFL for years and um, put up amazing seasons. And they were great in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um but they were all there, I guess, around the same time, maybe split some carries and whatnot. But, yeah, Edge had just, just over 1,000 yards uh, rushing, 13 now, touchdowns. Quick, yeah, you, This list is both rushing and receiving stats, so there's actually a few receivers that kind of sneak in here. Don't steal my thunder. I'm my favorite player now. Oh, well, then I will just forget what I said. Edit that out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. That's exactly what I was going to say next, and that was surprising to me. But, but yeah, it's supposed to feature, you know, running backs. But Percy Harvin is one of my favorite players to watch all the time. He um, made the list. He played 11 games for Florida 2007 and had 83 carries only for 764 yards rushing, six touchdowns, and also had 59 catches. Um, but, yeah, 11.4 yards per carry. Totally electric. I, in college fantasy football, it's a known weakness that I have gone away from personally the last few years. Those electric players, you know, Mm -hmm. Reggie Bush, Percy Harvin, anyone like that who can break a run at any point, the speedsters, that is a weakness of mine. Yeah. Um, Well, the speedster I have in mind is in the 200 range, so we'll wait till we get to there. (laughs) He was one of my favorites. He kind of falls in the same thing. But another one in the 300 to 400 range that I really – I just had him right here. Make sure. I I said Marcus Cox already. Um, Oh, there he is. Brian Hill from Wyoming. 
he like he quietly had in 2016 one of the best seasons rushing that I can I can remember that quietly had it like 1800 yards 22 touchdowns like that's a lot that is a lot uh, <laughs> another one for me the guy that I hated as a little kid but he's one of the nicest guys ever worked on for Florida State he mm. He was incredible. 1180 yards and uh, seven touchdowns, but had a bunch of catches too. And uh, great in 1996. He makes the list at number 376. Um, you know, Ronnie Hillman on the list. No Sean Moreno from Georgia. Kevin Falk for LSU speaking before he got drafted by the Patriots. Speaking of your speedsters, Darren Sproles at 361. Yep. For yep. Kansas State in 2003 that's pretty impressive so i got a question for you zach ray rice makes the list number 343 um his coach is back at rutgers i feel like they've got some good upward trajectory for college fantasy football um you got your eye on any players there well um i'm actually not the rutgers guy andrew is definitely the rutgers guy um i but in all fairness i haven't really looked at rutgers um recently I've, I've had you know in years past i've had those guys that i was hoping that would be that guy but now that they have sean shiano back yes i feel like that team is going to be a problem yep they may not be you know top 10 or anything but i think I mean, heck, he, i remember last time he was there didn't he get him to like number two he got him up there they were up there for sure and uh, number two sounds right but i'd, I'd have to check it out. they got up there like top i want to say it was two but yeah, I, I feel like if if you're serious about finding a guy that's maybe not, um, you know, listed as one of the top guys, I think definitely um, a Rutgers running back would be something. All right, we'll pick it up and we'll move into the top 200. A few other names on there. Cam Akers, A.J. Dillon, Cedric Benson from Texas. Um, and now let's get – so, okay, Ricky Williams, can't just skip over him. Number three hundred four. Wait, it says Texas That's Tech. Wait. Texas Tech. Nineteen. Whoa. I think that's a typo. It is. We'll uh, edit this part out. I, I will, <laughs> no, I'll just fix that in the data. I'm glad we saw that. I'd probably just pre-filled. Um, yeah. So I'll fix that right now. So give us a couple in the. 200 range and we'll we'll speed it up and go a little bit quicker here so we so, can get to the top 10. So your your speedster thing that you were talking about, Dree Archer from Kent State. Do you remember him? It wasn't yep. that long ago. It was uh 2012, oh, it was 2012? No way. I guess it was a little longer ago than I thought. But I I didn't he run like a 4-3 at the combine? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. I think he ran like they said it was like the fastest running back time in a long. I mean, it'd been a four two nine or something. Like it was something stupid. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna look it up and I will tell you. Um, but I remember, he no, he ran a four two four at the combine, the second fastest in history. Yeah, four two four. Insane. I had to book in it. <laughs> But yeah, I I remember having him on teams, and he was just super explosive. Um, Steve Slayton, another one at West Virginia. That West Virginia team was so fun 
to watch with Pat White, Steve Slayton. Yep. That team. And they had a other running back, uh, Noel Devine. Was he on that team too? Oh, man. That may have been a little later. Yeah, I think so. But that team was so fun to watch. I remember playing NCAA football with that team. Like West Virginia was <laughs> so fun because they had that spread. They were one of the only teams that ran like that spread option. Playbook. NCAA football is so far away from the new game. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I, that was definitely one of the Steve Slayton. Oh, he was really good. Yep, Donnell Pumphrey for me. He's on the list again. Yep, Javed Best again on the list. Keith Byers from Ohio State. Bijan Robinson's 2021 season makes the list at 249. Wow. Kevin Falk again. Work done again. Um, we've got LaShawn McCoy at 233 from Pitt. Hmm. Leon Allen from Western Kentucky. Um, some good names on this list. And I'm going to go ahead and scoot us into the 100 to 200 range here. Um, and, you know, Ronnie Hillman, San Diego State, Travion Williams, 2018 season for Texas A&M makes the list. Herschel Walker, 145. <laughs> Bryce Love from Stanford. We've got Emmett again from Florida, 1989. Donnell Pumphrey again. Marshall Falk. Marcus Allen for USC. Legendary, legendary. McCaffrey. Top 100 season. I know I just jumped into the top 100, but. Perfect. Christian McCaffrey, 85th. Yep, and 149. Oh. Yeah, it's on there twice. Interesting. I mean, he was fantastic. So I don't know why I'm really that surprised. Quiz Rogers at 69th. He carried, carried some of my teams at that yep. time. Um, that whole Oregon State team was fun, too. Uh, who else? Oh, so Moel De Moore. He's been on this list a couple times, too, I've noticed, from Tulane. Troy Davis. Where does Kevin Smith rank from UCF? You know, he had a 2,000-something yard season, right? Seventh. Oh, I guess I ruined that. <laughs> and you said it out loud. <laughs> yeah, I said it out loud. Oops. Well, I guess we can just jump to the top 10 at this point. I'm Let's already- do it. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And again, you guys can check this out on the site. We'll have it launched here shortly. Cool. Nobody right. will see Ricky Williams from Texas Tech on the couple things that were messed up. That was a, a data issue. My apologies. Well, Michael James, him. I'll say him right before you get into the top 10. Boom. Oh, yeah. oh quick thing about Chris Michael Johnson, James. Speedsters. So 2007. Quick, this is actually a personal. I, I was actually at the Tennessee Oregon game in Knoxville. The year I don't know what what year was the Michael James there last? But oh nine maybe. I think it was 2009. Anyway, Tennessee came out 14 nothing like, and it shocked everybody. Like the Ducks were just completely just done. And then this monsoon happened. It started raining so hard that they called the game. Like they, you know, postponed or stopped the game. 
everybody went to the locker room. Fans were like going into the tunnels because it was and it was pouring down rain. And it was thunderstorm, whatever. Well, about it was about 45 minutes, I guess, to an hour of waiting for this game to come back. They come back out on the field, and it's almost as if the ducks just needed some water because at that point, I don't I don't <laughs> think Tennessee scored again. I think it was like 48-14 or something like that. Anyway, I just remember Michael James making this run where, like, they it was the Chip Kelly offense where they ran that spread. He yes. takes it takes it wide to the right. He's gonna come around the end. He stops, cuts it all the way back across the field. Like he goes all the way back. He probably ran 150 yards for the 70 yard touchdown that he ran. It sounds, and I could be thinking of the wrong run, but it sounds like um... well, he had a lot of those kind of runs. <laughs> D'Anthony Thomas is who it sounds like. Um, it, it but, might no, but I'm pretty sure it was yeah, Michael you're James, right? But um, you yeah. can go ahead with it. D'Anthony. You know. Basically, I remember him basically oh, slaloming so, a guy and fooling him at the watch. end. But God, so yeah, fun. I'll take you down because there's some incredible names here. So I'm going to take you guys down from 25 to to number 10, um, and then Zach, you can we can flip flop through the top 10. But number 25 quickly here, Rashad Penny. Mm. Number 24, Leonard Fournette. 23, Jeremy McNichols, Boise State. Number 22, Boise State again, Brock Forsey. Wayshawn Tate from Toledo, number 21. Uh, Larry Johnson from Penn State. I'm sorry to interrupt. It was 2010, Tennessee. They played him in Knoxville. It's number seven Ducks, went to Knoxville, and – it was 48-13. So I guess it was okay, it was 6-3 and then the first quarter. So then I think that that they went up 13 to 3 and then I don't think the Vols scored again. Yeah, it was 13-3 and then they rolled them the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it even says on Wikipedia the game was delayed for over an hour to lightning in the Knoxville area. See? Oh, I'm not making it. stuff up. Guys. And did Derek Dooley have on his orange pants? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was the most hideous thing I've ever seen. So, number 19, Eddie George, Ohio State. Number 18, Marshall Falk, San Diego State. We've got Ajayi again at number 17 for Boise State. One of my favorites of mm. all time, college and pro, Ladanian Tomlinson, TCU. Comes in at number 16. Another surprising, or not so surprising, I guess, beast on the list, Keith Byers from Ohio State at number 15. And then Garrett Wolf at 14. Iowa State comes in at number 13 with Troy Davis, 1996. That season was incredible. I don't I don't remember. I just know statistically looking at that season and thinking he had 2185 yards. <laughs> Oh. Insane. Tulane comes onto the list at number 12 with Matt Forte. And then Ricky Williams from Texas comes in at number 11. So who you got? Top 10. Surprising right. number 10 here for me. Yeah, go ahead. We've got Anthony Thompson from Indiana. Uh, super surprising, 1,793 yards, but 24 touchdowns um, hmm. from 1989. 
All right, number nine. That's on you. Number nine, Monte Ball. We already talked about him because Wisconsin, you know, churned out a ton of backs over like a 15-year stretch, right? Yeah. Um, so he had 1,900 yards, the touchdowns, the 39 touchdowns. I, it might still stand as the single-season record. I, I, For some reason, I don't think it does. Somebody will correct me, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Monte Ball had an incredible season that year. Number eight uh, for Tom Osborne in 1983, Mike Rozier. He had 2,148 yards with uh, 29 touchdowns on the ground. No added receiving touchdowns. And, yes, you uh, (laughs) spoiled the lead here at number seven. Sorry. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Kevin Smith from UCF. And I believe he had the single season rushing record until he, like, maybe not. Where he, maybe he was going for the record. I know he's one of the top ones. 2,567 yards rushing. <laughs> Insane. For a UCF team, that team wasn't good. At that time, like they that was 2007. UCF wasn't that good. They were in Conference USA. Yep. Yeah, they were. They were nobody to um, get to all excited about. But he had 30 touchdowns, also. And oh, for you, before, before we go too far into this, I yep. meant to bring up earlier D'Angelo Williams from Memphis. That season that he had, he actually got Heisman. I think he was like fourth in the Heisman or something like that. He had almost 2,000 yards that season so he's 29 29th on the list but keep going number six Waller. yeah number six wisconsin of course melvin ah, gordon how do you feel about 34 fantasy points per game out of uh, a lead running back melvin gordon so 2587 yards uh 29 mm. touchdowns added three more through the air uh freaking, what a season all right, <laughs> top five. Top five. Luke Staley, BYU, 1981. I don't – I'm sorry, 2001. I'm sorry. <laughs> 2000, I'm going to the next one. Next one's 1981. 2001, 1,596 yards. Nothing crazy. But he had 28 touchdowns and – And only played 11 games. Only played in 11 games. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. If you played 12, 13 games, I guess the yards is kind of a, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not necessarily true because they don't all play the same amount of games, but yeah, but good for 34.27 fantasy points a game. That takes us to number four on the list. Yes. 1981. Sorry. I Marcus Allen for USC. Um, 